Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quickets. Your Thursday, May 9th edition. Got a five-game early, five-game late slate. We'll go over the five-game early real quick for you. Then we'll dig into the five-game late slate just so you know the five-game late slate. Starts slightly earlier at 6.35 Eastern, so beware of that. Uh, go check out all the tools at thequantedge.com. The lineup optimizer has been on point. The Vegas tool has been super Super awesome to watch the line movements throughout the day to help you out. And much, much more over there. They have multiple tools. Lots and lots of stuff going on over there at Quantage.com. Just go check them out. Use promo code Bubba to get the deal you're looking for. $124.99 for the rest of the MLB package. $19.99 for the All Sports first month. Get the NBA playoffs while they're rocking and rolling. And $5 for a five-day trial of All Sports. All with promo code Bubba. So go check that out. Also, if you give it a rating and review on iTunes, I'd much, much appreciate it. All right, let's get in to this early five-game slate for you. We won't go super deep on this one. You got White Sox, Cleveland, Angels at Detroit, Miami at Chicago, Giants at Rockies, Reds at A's. And it's very uh, important to realize there's a lot of weird weather chances here too. In the LA-Detroit game, wind's blowing in from right about 18 miles an hour, 20% chances of rain. White Sox, Cleveland blowing out the center about 18 miles an hour. Starts off pretty dry. Rain picks up later in the day, so hopefully they avoid that. Miami and the Cubs blowing out to center field in Wrigley at about 18 miles an hour, so keep an eye on that one. Then SF at Colorado, 20% chances of rain there as they were postponed last night. Uh, the pitchers you're looking at here, you got Carlos Carrasco, Cookie, $10,200 at home against the Chicago White Sox. Cookie's got the strikeout stuff rocking and rolling, almost a 30% K rate this year, not walking very many at all. Uh, ground ball rate of almost 45%. So he's getting the the job done there. Facing a White Sox team, you know you can strike out a good bit uh, when you're looking to rock and roll. A 24% K rate when you're looking at the Chicago White Sox. They have a 311 Woba and a 157 ISO out there. So there's a lot to like there with Cookie Carrasco. Um, he's very inconsistent, but the upside is tremendous, especially in a matchup on a slate like this versus the White Sox. Carrasco is a guy you're looking to target in a big, big way. Uh, you got you got Mr. Mr. Bassett, Chris Bassett of the Oakland Athletics at home against the Cincinnati Reds. Bassett has put out three outstanding starts in a row. Um, really, really getting it done. 13.1 is last time against Pittsburgh, but uh, 30 points at Toronto, 25.1 against Texas. Facing a very, very rough Cincinnati offense, one you can look to target early and often in these matchups. Um, when you're looking at Bassett, you have a oh come on load you stupid thing load. Okay now it doesn't want to work so my tool sheet doesn't want to work so you're gonna have to work with me here. He's got Bassett who is um, striking out a decent amount of guys but he's he's changed his picks mix picks Mitch pitch mix quite a bit. It's early folks. It's five o'clock in the morning out here. Um, he's got six or more K's in all three starts so you can definitely target this Reds team and make it happen. So Bassett is a guy I would look to target in that. And the page loads. You got Bassett with a 23% K rate, uh, 9% walk rate, 43% ground ball rate. And again, the Reds as a team uh, this season striking out 19% of the time, but not a lot to be concerned at when you face the Reds. You only have a 328 team Woba and a 173 ISO as a team uh, versus righties, a 309 Woba and a 181 ISO. So there's a lot to like there with Chris Bassett in that matchup. You can go and pick on him all you please um, when you're looking at the next option, you got Tanner Rourke 
Yeah, it's $7,600 at the Oakland Athletics. Rourke is definitely not the sexiest play, but that's where we're at on this slate. The A's offense hasn't been, you know, jumping off the pages by any means. But at the same time, um, Rourke put out consistent starts for the most part this season. Six and two-thirds, two earned, seven Ks versus the Giants for 25 points. He got beat up at the Mets, but then against Atlanta, 11-3 at San Diego, 20.4, 15-2 at St. Louis. That's what Rourke does. He doesn't jump off the page for you at all but puts up decent numbers when you're breaking it all down. Um, and you can check out the likes of, um, man, this thing loads really, really slow today. Jesus Christ. You got Rourke in his uh, almost 20% K rate, only 7% walk rate, 40% ground ball rate. Stuff's not too bad. And you got an A's team that, you know, you like to target, but versus righties, 23% K rate. They do have a good Woba and a good ISO. So it's very, very dangerous when you, Go to break it all down, but these are the options you have on this slate. It's not sexy by any means, but it's the kind of things you need to look at when evaluating these small, small options. And the last guy I'll mention here for the early slate is Felix Pena of the Angels. He's supposed to be the long man coming out of the pen, $7,300 versus the Detroit Tigers. He's been the long man the last few times out, and it seems to be working for him. This kid, he showed good stuff in the spring not the best of stuff, but good stuff. Was supposed to earn a roster spot. He's been really shaky in the year. But his last couple outings against the Yankees in Toronto, he's given up three earned and one. Or he gives up a lot of home runs. But five Ks or more in both those starts. He's got 15 or more in both of those. Going up against a Detroit Tigers team that you can definitely look to target. The Detroit Tigers team strikes out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They have a 135 ice and a 300 Woba, so nothing sexy there at all. Felix Pena's got a 22.5% K rate going right now with a 43% ground ball rate, so a lot to like there when checking out Felix Pena. And, you know, hard contact rate of 39% is not ideal, but not horrible by any means. So 7300 bucks, you can definitely look to uh, take advantage of those type of numbers there and, and get to going. But uh, the pitching I got on this early slate for you, I got Crasco at 10-2, I got Bassett at 8800 bucks, and I got Tanner Rourke at 76, and then Felix Pena at uh, 73. The main guys I'll be looking at here is Carrasco, Basket, Bassett, and Pena. That's where I'll be really looking to rock and roll on this slate. So keep an eye on that. But that's where I'll be taking my talents this early slate. When you look at the bats, just a quick, quick run through here. Uh, White Sox and Cleveland. Carrasco versus Banuelas. You're looking at the, the, the Cleveland Indians bats, especially from the right side of the plate against Manny Banuelas. Uh, Lindor's a switch hitter. He'll be a nice look for you there. Uh, you got the likes of the likes of uh, I mentioned Lindor already. You got the cheap catchers like Roberto Perez behind the dish. Carlos Santana is a switch hitter. He could go there, not running to play that. You always have Jose Ramirez, of course, but it's mainly Lindor, um, and then see kind of what else flops out there. They, they're a pretty lefty heavy lineup for the most part, but they might throw some some discounts out your way. So keep an eye on that one. We're looking at uh, Angels at the Tigers um, in a pitching matchup that showcases the likes of uh, Felix Pena versus Ryan Carpenter. Ryan Carpenter, a uh, lefty. You're going to have some fun here with the Angels, who uh, did a little bit of damage yesterday, but not a lot. Boyd limited it quite well. But Luke Wright caught yesterday, so good chance Kevin Smith's behind the dish, and you have at 3,500. Someone to look at there. Uh, but David Fletcher leading off at 42. Very nice. Third base outfield eligible. You can always punt with Zach Cozart. Not my ideal thing, but on a five-game slate, you could at 27. But Fletcher, Andleton Simmons at 42 is a guy I definitely would take a peek at on that one. And then, of course, 
You got the big boy in the outfield, Michael Trout. That is a great option. Plus, you can get weird with maybe some lefties in there because there will be a um, some bullpen coming out of Detroit in this one. If you're looking at the Detroit side of things, it's not the worst either. Um, you got Nico Goodrum's always got some good power there at 3,500. We mentioned how Felix Pena will give up the long ball. So you can take a look at Goodrum in that situation there. Ronnie Rodriguez has been white hot. Another big game last night. He's only 3,800 today. That's a really good value play there if you're not using Felix Pena. Uh, Candelario, 3,200. These prices are stupid cheap right now. The Tigers are way, way cheap on this slate. So mix and match some Tiger value here if you want. Nico Goodrum, Jacoby Jones even has a little bit of pop. He's 2,700. These price tags make no sense. Nick Castellanos at 4K is outstanding. So the Tigers are going to give you a lot of salary relief in this one. And you can use that to get some big-time pitching if you so choose. Uh, Miami at the Cubs. You got uh, Trevor Richards uh, versus uh, U Darvish. So you're looking. You're not looking to target Darvish. He's been ugly. You can get some Miami value if you so choose. But I, I try to get my value from Detroit if I can. But if you want to be really contrarian, you go Miami. The wind is blowing out there. So, you know, catchers-wise, Alfaro caught yesterday. If he's buying the dish, he's very intriguing. But guys like Neil Walker at 33... He can always run into one. Starling Castro, 29. Brian Anderson, 29. Um, those are the kind of guys I'm looking at for now. Maybe like uh, Curtis Granderson at 31, always a GPP home run type target. Would be kind of things you're looking at there with Miami, not running to play them by any means. But the way the weather is blowing out in Wrigley, that's what you want to target in Wrigley. So that's a very interesting conundrum there to take a look at. When you look at the Cubs side of things, though, Rizzo at 54 is outstanding against Trevor Richards. I respect the hell out of Trevor Richards. But when his changeup isn't working, he's going to get hit a lot. And Rizzo's been straight fire. So Rizzo at 54 is outstanding. Uh, you got the likes of Chris Bryant as well at 5,500. He has been on fire game after game after game. Those two would be two of my favorites. You got Baez at 54. But you can't have all the expensive guys unless you punt pitching, which is an option. You can go Bassett and uh, Pena if you so choose. But uh, those big boys are there. You have Ben Zobers if he's leading off at 35. does give you some salary release. Same with Daniel Descalso at 38. Couple guys to take a peek at there. Uh, David Bote's been playing really well, but I'm just not. I, I want to get the lefties there versus Trevor Richards. Kyle Schwarber at 38 is a nice value play as well. So lots to like there with the Cubs, as you'd expect. When you head to Coors, you got uh, Derek Holland is supposed to be facing Kyle Freeland, I believe is where it's at now. Something could change because they let Holland, who was supposed to start last night, go with their skipping Gray and keeping Freeland. Maybe Gray gets the start, so keep an eye on that. But the Giants are cheap yet again. Are they? They came up a little bit, thank God. Brandon Belt's forty seven hundred, still in a decent spot there. Um, you got Joe Panic at thirty nine. You can take a look at there, but Longo at forty eight, like that quite a bit, especially if Freeland's on the mound. He does love him some lefties. Mac Williamson's up to forty three. He was thirty four yesterday. That pisses me off, but I like Mac in that matchup versus Freeland. I also like uh, Kevin Pr at forty five. Both really good looks there. If you're coming from the flip side, you can go with the lefty outfielders and Blackman, Dahl, and Tapia. Tapia's been straight fire. But uh, you want a lot of the righties versus uh, Holland, as we talked about on the podcast yesterday. You really want to target him with the right-handed bats. Trevor Story at 56, Arenado at 58, outstanding. And that's why I think the Cubs might get a little lower than expected just because of what you're getting uh, Coors at. That'll help quite a bit on this slate. So those would be a couple you'd be looking at there. You got like Mark Reynolds at 43. If he gets to start, Ionet is up to 42. So we lost some of our value we had yesterday, but all in all, it's not too bad. And then lastly, Cincinnati at Oakland, you got, um, you got Chris Bassett versus uh, Tanner Roark. So you're looking at for the A side of things, you know, 
Matt Olson's intriguing at 41. I still want to see the power develop before I start throwing him out there. Jerkson Profar is starting to hit the ball a little better. He's had a couple nice games here in a row. He's only 3,400. If you want some savings there, you can look that direction. Uh, Marcus Simeon at 4K is a nice cheap option as well. And then you got the likes of maybe a Robbie Grossman at 38 if you're looking for some value. But the A's bats, rather quiet. You could stack them, but I think there's better spots on this slate. At least that's where I'm looking right now. On the red side of things versus Bassett, it's like Joey Votto's 37, but he's doing nothing. It's been bad. Uh, Jose Praza's 27, Van Meter's 25. If you need a couple cheap options there, you can look that direction at the second base, third base positions. Um, Derek Dietrich's 4K. I'd rather not pay 4K for Derek Dietrich, but if you so choose, if you're stacking them up. Uh, Jesse Winker at 38 is a nice value, kind of one-off type deal. But I'm not really focusing all my attention on Cincinnati, even though they're getting more appealing. They're getting much more appealing, but not my go-to thing. So if I'm targeting bats, I want I want the Cubs. I want Coors Field, especially the Rockies. Those are my top two options. If you want to get weird, though, Detroit's got some nice value in that matchup uh, to, to, to attack. The wind's blowing out in Chicago pretty good and in, uh, in Cleveland. So you can attack bats in those games to get some value or be a little contrarian if you so choose. That's kind of where I'm looking at on this early five-game slate. All right, let's get in to the five-game main slate. Hopefully my stuff is working with us here because that was a little frustrating there on the early slate, but we shall see. We got Rich Hill leading the way at 97. We're not going there, but we are getting weird with Mike Miner, $9,400. This guy has been amazing. 30.6, 40.8, had a hiccup at Oakland, 40.3, so 30 or more. In three of his last four starts, he got basically 30 or more in four of his last six starts. He's been very, very good this season. He is going into Houston. The Astros lineup has been good. Uh, Miner striking out about 22% of the batters he faces. Got a ground ball rate about 37%. A hard contact rate about 37 You got a Houston team that does like hitting lefties, but not as much this year. Very surprising. They don't strike out much. 13% K rate versus lefties. Not a lot of swing and miss in that game. But a .093 ISO and a .309 WOBA definitely stands out to you when you're seeing this uh, this Houston team. So something to keep in mind there. I think Mike Miner is a very, very interesting option on this slate. And I think there's a lot you could do there with a Mike Miner at 9400 bucks. He'll go super, super low owned in this matchup. And I think you can uh, take advantage of that when you're choosing to go there. But... 9400 bucks. it'll be a steep price tag, a price tag that not many are going to want to pay with Mike Miner. So I think it's definitely a way to attack the slate when you're going there. Patrick Corbin, 9200 bucks at the Los Angeles Dodgers. This becomes quite interesting because Corbin, you respect the hell out of a Dodgers team, a Dodgers team that um, they only strike out, or they do strike out 25.5% of the time versus lefties. They much prefer facing right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching. They have a 180 ISO and a 319 Woba. That's not bad. It's pretty average, but not bad. But that K rate's tremendous. And Patrick Corbin's 30% K rate, uh, ground ball rate of almost 48% uh, is very, very appealing. Hard contact's 38, but that ground ball rate, that strikeout rate Patrick Corbin's bringing into town is great. He's, uh, you know, faced him a few times as an Arizona Diamondback. Very hit and miss this year at Philly, struggled. St. Louis struggled. But then at Colorado, SF, Pittsburgh, the Mets, he had a good run where just things looked like the Patrick Corbin of old, bringing a 371 ERA into tonight's action. But I think Corbin's very, very interesting at 9200 bucks. He'll go low on. The minor-Corbin combo is very, very fun up top. And I think it'll it'll get way, way overlooked on this slate. I think it'll make it quite interesting 
when looking to attack it. Lastly, we have Mike Soroka, $9,000 at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Quite the uh, the price bump for our boy Soroka, but he's been absolutely electric. He's uh, you know put up 28.2, 28.5, 24 in his last three starts at Miami, San Diego, at Cincinnati. So not necessarily murderer's row. He's striking out 22.4% of the batters he faces. He's got a ground ball rate of about 51.5%, which is really, really good. And a hard contact rate of only 27 0.7%. He's been outstanding. He faced the D-backs team, which offense is alive and kicking, but they prefer the left side of the plate or of, of the bump, not the right side. They have a 23% strikeout rate versus right-handed pitching, a 153 ISO and a 296 well, but below average in those departments. So Mike Soroka, it's a tough game because these D-backs bats are playing really, really well overall. They're surprising a lot of people this season. But I think at $9,000, he's going to get super low owned and he can do a lot of damage here. It's going to be fun to keep an eye on the Quantage uh, ownership projections because the top of the, the heap here, it's, it's Hill, it's Minor, it's Corbin, and Soroka. I think a lot of people are going to want Rich Hill, but Minor, Corbin, and Soroka all have tons of validity to where they're going on this slate. A lot you can do with their lineups on this slate. So I'm really curious to see where it goes, and I, I like these three. Um, I have, personally, I have uh, Corbin 1, Soroka 2 and Minor 3 is because I, I respect Houston, but Minor might have the best stuff out of the three right now. That's the scary part, but give me Corbin 1, Soroka 2, Minor 3, and we'll keep an eye on things throughout the day to see how things fluctuate, but it's very, very interesting to see how things go in those games. Luke Weaver. Luke Weaver. $8,000 at home against the Atlanta Braves. He's been outstanding, but it's mainly been on the road. 31.4 at Colorado. Struggled at home against the Cubs, 26-1 at Pittsburgh, 30.3 against Atlanta, but then a 23-3 at home against San Diego. But yeah, he has a 4.6 ERA at home and a 2.38 ERA on the road. So keep that in mind when you're checking out some Luke Weaver. But all in all, you got to really like what you're seeing from Mr. Luke Weaver. It's a... Um... Okay, wait one second here. Like I said, he's been getting it done of late, but a 21.5% K rate, not bad. 44% ground ball rate, not bad. So there's some good things to like there. It is a, um, a, Bra- a Braves team coming out of L.A. last night, and they've been swinging it pretty well. They have a 199 Woba, or ISO, and a 347 Woba against right-handed pitchers, but they do strike out 25% of the time versus righties. So Luke's got that going in his favor at $8,000. He's not breaking the bank. I think Luke Weaver has the same upside as some of those guys in the 9K range we talked about, but you're getting them from 8K. Uh, there's, there is a lot to like there in this matchup against the Atlanta Braves. So keep an eye on Luke Weaver at $8,000 and see what you can do there. Cause I think he, I don't think he goes overlooked. I think he's going to be popular. And that's my biggest concern on this slate is the popularity of one Luke Weaver in this matchup. So keep an eye on that $8,000 Luke Weaver. You have Michael Walker, 7,600 bucks at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates. He got, struggled at Chicago his last time out. But then at Washington, 15.1. At Milwaukee, 23.9. Bringing a 5.17 ERA into the game. Not ideal. Bob, um, he's got a 21% K rate. Not huge. 45% ground ball rate. Not bad. Gives up about 40% hard contact. Not good. Um, you know, lefties hit him decently. Righties hit him even better right now on the season. So you got to really pick your poisons on what you're going to do here with Michael Walker. But it is a Pittsburgh Pirates team you can target. And that's why I like this matchup here. It's um, at home, I wish it was in Pittsburgh, it would be even better. 
but it's a Pittsburgh team that strikes out about 19% of the time versus right-handed pitching, 171 ISO, 345 Woba. Good numbers for Pittsburgh, surprising numbers for Pittsburgh. And a lot of that has to do with the likes of Josh Bell and company really getting it done. He's got some guys like Frazier, Marte, Polanco, Bell, Reynolds, uh, Colin Moran, Francisco Cervelli, all hitting righties very, very well this year. So something to keep in mind, but Michael Walker, when you're looking for punts on a short slate at 76, he definitely has my attention in this matchup and one guy I will look to go to in that one. Last but not least, if you are punting, Wade Miley, 6800 bucks at home against the Texas Rangers. Miley, very, very inconsistent. Very, very fun. Much better at home. 208 ERA compared to a 409 road ERA. Averaging 17.4 points a game at home. He's got basically 13 or more DraftKings points in three straight starts. He's not going to put up huge, huge numbers, but he's not going to kill you. And at 6800 bucks, it's kind of what you're looking for. He doesn't strike out a lot of guys, about a 15% K rate, but a huge ground ball rate, about 53%. We know he's got the reverse splits going. Does really well versus right-handed batters, thanks to that like, cutter and working in on the hands. So a lot's like there with uh, Miley. And you're facing a, a Texas team that's okay versus lefties, a 320 Woba, 187 ISO. But they strike out 29% of the time versus left-handed pitching. 29% of the time. That's pretty wild. That is what the kids call lit. That is pretty good stuff there. So Wade Miley at 6800 bucks, Very much worth a look in this matchup tonight. So ranking my pitchers up top. I got Corbin 1, Soroka 2, Minor 3. In the middle, it's Luke Weaver, Michael Waka. Down below is Wade Miley. I think it's going to be really fun to see where those guys' ownership is up top. I think there's a lot you could do with that. And I think there's a lot of talent there. So, got to find some value with the bats to get the pitching tonight. Unless we're going Miley, Waka, down below. So, let's check out the bats. You got the catchers. Catcher position. Gary Sanchez against Michael Leake could be uso good at 5300 bucks. It's expensive for a catcher. But you can do some serious damage versus a guy like Mike Leake. So, keep an eye on that one. But if you want to save some cash, you go down the board some more. You look at the likes of maybe a Ronnie Chirinos versus Mike Miner. You're going to have to target some of these expensive guys. He's 3,500. We know how his power versus lefties. Uh, the farther down you go, it's really, really bleak. Maybe an Isaiah Kenner Falefa at 31 versus Miley. If you want to save some cash, an Elias Diaz at 2,900 versus Michael Walker is a nice punt. He's got some serious upside there. A Yon Gomes at 29 or Kurt Suzuki. Those kind of bats versus Rich Hill. Rich Hill's good, but those two bats really do like. Facing some lefties, you got Francisco Cervelli at thirty or twenty-seven versus Waka as well. So see what comes out in the lineup. Um, those Pirates catchers versus Waka at that discount is kind of where I'm leaning at the moment. That's where I'd probably be, be taking my catchers options as punts and stack up elsewhere. First base, Luke Voigt versus Mike Leak at fifty-two. I'm I'm, I'm really excited by that uh, that option there. Mike Leak, you know he's been okay, but Mike Leak can give up a ton of hard contact. We know this. It, it's definitely in the repertoire for uh, Mike Leak. You got a guy in Leak who gives up 38% hard contact, a 31% fly ball rate. He'll be in Yankee Stadium. Right-handed bats have a 355 Woba and a 220 ISO against him, looking at Gary Sanchez and Luke Voigt there. So there's a lot. They get, he gives up 37% hard contact to right-handed hitters. Lefties do just fine, too, though, a 324 Woba and a 153 ISO. So there's a lot to like there on both sides. He strikes out less than 18% of those batters he's facing. So righty, lefty, doesn't matter with the Yankees. They're going to be a good one. They're one of the early games. The slate got moved up for them to fit five games in. So keep an eye on that one. At the flip side, though, you got J.A. Hat facing that Yankees or that, that Mariners lineup. And there's a lot to like there. You know, 
He, he, he's uh, given up more to lefties than righties right now. Lefties have a 250 Woba and a .082. Oh, no, never mind. Better to righties than lefties, as I thought. So he's getting lefties pretty well. Righties, a 322 Woba and a 203 ISO. Lots to like there from that side of the dish. A uh, hard hit rate of about 35%. So that's why a guy like E5, Edwin Encarnacion at 51 is in play as well. I'd rather Luke Voigt at 52. Luke Voigt is really, really bringing it out there. Um GPP wise, he's not a, he's not a cash game player by any means, but GPP, I really like me some Lukey Voigt up top. If you slide on down though, if you believe Luke Weaver might struggle, Freddie Freeman is in a great spot at forty six hundred bucks, bringing in a good stick to this one like that quite a bit. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, Josh Bell hit one into the Allegheny River yesterday, uh, four hundred at least seventy two feet is what I saw it was. He's got nine home runs on the year, hitting two ninety five. He was one of my Deep sleeper first base targets that you need to have on your team. I have him a lot of places. He has seven or more DraftKings points in four straight games. He's hit safely in six, seven, oh my God. He's got about a nine-game hit streak going on right now. Bell at 44 versus Michael Walker. We talked when we talked about Walker, you can get him with the left-handed side of the dish. So uh, look at Josh Bell at 44. Nice value in that one. If you're going down a little farther, though, you could pick on him with uh, pick on guys like Michael Matt Carpenter hoping he gets going versus Musgrove at 4K. A little bit of savings there, but we mentioned right-handed bats versus J.A. Happ. If you want some savings here, our boy Ryan Healy's first base, third base eligible. We love him versus left-handed pitching. He had a big night yesterday. Four for five, three doubles, a home run, 33 DraftKings points. He has five or more in three straight games. He's GPP. He's not a cash game type play. I'd rather have Josh Bell in cash. But Ryan Healy at 37, big-time upside in that matchup versus J.A. Happ. So first base, definitely some options, some good savings there. Like I said, we're going to need savings if we're going to pay up for pitching. Ryan Healy, catchers in Pittsburgh, that's where we're at so far at the first two positions. Second base, let's see what we can find here. You got Cattell Marte at 49 back home where he swings a good stick. You got Soroka, who I like a lot. But Marte, Ozzy Albies, those two guys up top, very intriguing in their matchups. You go on down farther, DJ LeMahieu, kind of cash relevant at 45 versus Leak. Not sure I want to pay 45 for LeMahieu on a slate where I need help, but 8, 12, and 12 in his last three. So good cash game viability with DJ LeMahieu, not so much GPP upside. Yeah, Jose Altuve, still trying to get the little engine that could go, and we got five points last night, better than the zero the night before. He's struggling a lot, and uh, against Minor Knight at 43, not so sure I'll be going that direction. Going down for some savings, Howie Kendrick versus Hill is outstanding. I, I Hill is good, don't get me wrong. Howie Kendrick loves, loves, loves facing left-handed pitching. He's $3,900. Good play there. Kiki Hernandez versus the lefty Corbin as well at 38 I like to be some Howie Kendrick in that matchup tonight. Good look there. A few other targets. Maybe a Chris Taylor versus Pat Corbin at 35 But Adam Frazier of Pittsburgh at $3,400 versus Michael Waka. Nice little deal there. 5, 10, and 12 in his last three. Likely leading off for Pittsburgh. Uh, or even if he's not leading off, still a good spot in that order to be productive at that price point. So another little piece of savings in that one. Third base, Eduardo Escobar versus Mike Soroka is very, very nice there at 4800 bucks. You got Bregman versus Minor. Braves went deep again yesterday. Crushing baseballs at 47. Mentioned LeMahieu already. Anthony Rendon against Hill at 44. Very, very enticing to that much. So some nice third base options up top. If you drop down a little farther, they got Justin Turner who went deep again. Yes, has four homers now in his last two games. He's 4200 I told you that price tag is going to keep jumping, so get it while you can as he's heating up and doing the things we expected from Justin Turner. It is Patrick Corbin, though. So, very interesting. Pick your poison in that one. 
Mentioned Matt Carpenter. Mentioned Howie Kendrick already at 3,900. Nice savings there. Mentioned Ryan Healy at 3,700. First base, third base eligibility. So some good options there. If you need a punt, like a Johan Camargo at 34 versus Weavers in play, but I try not to go there if you don't have to. Then you got a Yuli Gurriel all the way down to 3,100. And a Colin Moran at 3K versus Michael Waka. Colin Moran went to Ding Dong City yesterday for 14 DraftKings points, but overall... 239 average, 3 homers, 712 ISO, 14, 0, 2, and 3 in his last four. He's totally just a punt GPP play at 3K if you need it. And you might need it if you want to get pitching. I get it. The upside's there versus Michael Waka. Just the consistency from Colin Moran isn't. So keep that in mind. Shortstop. Uh, Paul DeYoung versus Musgrove. Very, very enticing. DeYoung's up to 5,600. Remember when we played DeYoung below 4K and I said, we're going to play him every day until he gets the respect he's deserved? Well, damn it. He's $5,600 now. He's $700 more than the next guy on the board. He's earned every bit of that price tag. And we've been on that train since day freaking one. So, Paul DeYoung, he's pricey. Not sure I'll pay that price on this slate. But if you want to be weird, he's there at 56 uh, The farther down you go, though, there's it, it, for once, we have a shortstop night that's not loaded. For once. Um, you got Carlos Correa at 42 versus Minor. That's a discount. It's more of respect for Minor. Uh, Correa went deep yesterday. He snapped his 16-game hit streak the night before. Jumped right back on the train with a ding-dong. Uh, he's got three in his last four games. So uh, Correa at 42 is a very, very nice price tag in that matchup. Tim Beckham, we he crushes lefties. Crushes lefties. He's 3800 bucks versus J.A. Happ. It's a really, really nice smash spot in that matchup. So I like that quite a bit there at that price point for some savings. Otherwise, it's bleak. So it's like it's Beckham, it's Correa, or you pay up for DeYoung. That's pretty much where I'm at at shortstop. Pretty narrow on this five-game slate. Then heading to the outfield, you got Bellinger's always worth the look. Joey Gallo versus Miley's interesting. Not sure I'm running there. You got Marcelo Zuna versus Musgrove. I like that quite a bit. That's an interesting one to go take a peek at. Let's load up uh, Joey Musgrove's numbers real quick. There we go. He has a 20% K rate, a 47% ground ball rate, but versus right-handed pitchers, he, I mean hitters, he's doing pretty well. Only a 256 woe, but a 100 ISO. So he's limited righties pretty well. You want to attack him with lefties, as I thought. So Ozuna's a different case. So if you want to be contrarian, you can go there. But Musgrove's done a good job at limiting that damage to the big boys. George Springer, 5K, went deep again yesterday. Nice discount out of respect for minors. So you can go there if you so choose. Mentioned Cattell Marte already. Daniel, David Peralta at 47. Jared Dyson at 46. Interesting looks there versus Soroka. You're going to have to pick your poison for someone. But Mitch Hanniger at 45 versus Jay Happ. Another nice look. Hanniger, 24 points last night. As he went deep, he's got 24, 5, 0, 20 in his last four. So lots of upside there with Mitchie Hanniger at 4,500. Uh, Jose Martinez at 45 versus Musgrove. It's right. He's much, much better than he has lefties. So keep him in mind. Uh, you got Brett Gardner at 44. Interesting play there versus Mike Leak. Uh, Michael Brantley, it's lefty-lefty. He doubled Dongus. I told you how much I loved him. So keep him in mind if you want to be super contrarian. Not a great play, at least for now, but interesting. Uh, Nick Markakis at 43. Very in play versus there versus Weaver. Like that quite a bit. Uh, Ronald Acuna went deep yesterday. Talked about that on the podcast yesterday. So that was good to see that come into play. He's 4,200 versus Weaver. Very intriguing as well tonight. It's, it's, it's definitely a put your uh, your flag on the ground type night. Pick who are you targeting, who do you want to get it. Michael Talkman, 38, GPP only versus Mike Leak. Does have that home run upside. But Victor Robles at 38 versus uh, Rich Hill. I like that quite a bit. Rich Hill, again, good pitcher. Victor Robles, damn good ball player. Not lighting the world on fire right now, but always has that upside. So 3800 bucks. Not a must play, but very, very intriguing. 
We mentioned Kiki Hernandez already at 38. Gregory Polanco at 37. A couple options for you there. So we'll have to see how the lineups come out. But some definite value is out there. And also, just like I said, pick your battle. Who do you want to take a stand against? Like, get recapping the pitching real quick. Up top, I got Corbin, Soroka, Miner. They're not all going to pitch perfect. They might. If they do, holy balls, these, these scoring nights going to be crazy. But that's where I'm at there. Corbin, Soroka, Miner. In the middle, it's Weaver and Waka. And down below, it is Wade Miley. Now, you can get those high-priced pitchers like we talked about because you got Seattle's cheap in a great spot versus uh, J.A. Happ. And you get Pittsburgh pretty cheap versus Michael Waka. So if you want to take those gambles on those li- those lineups, you can do so and, and get some value and get some higher-priced pitching. Otherwise, you look at New York. The Yankees a little pricier, obviously, but against Mike Leake, that is a smash, smash spot there. you got to love the Yankees in that matchup. Um, I mentioned uh, St. Louis versus Musgrove is interesting, but I'd probably rather have Pittsburgh and be contrarian on that angle. And then it's just like, okay, do you like Atlanta or Arizona versus those young studs? I kind of like Atlanta a little bit versus Luke Weaver because I think he's going to come chalky, and you want to fade the chalky pitcher. You're going to want to be different on this slate. So I think Atlanta is a good way to attack it and be a little different. Like, like I said, Seattle versus the Yankees, as everyone likes their Yankee pitchers. That's just how things go. So those are kind of a, a couple contrarian angles to go. And then with Targety and the guys in 9K, uh, Washington versus Rich Hill, you know, Rendon's a good option. Victor Robles, not bad. A couple ways to look at it there. Uh, Houston versus Mike Miner. Houston got a discount. That can be a way to go. I like Mike Miner a lot, but if he's off, he can be very, very hittable. Plus, the Texas bullpen's not great. So, you can look at Houston and be a little different there. And then Arizona versus Soroka, maybe. I do like Corbin. Watch the Dodgers will be the one that does it just because of those comments. But that's kind of where I'm looking at on this slate. All right, BVP time. We'll do them all, all 10 games here. See if there's anything worth talking about. All the early stuff. Uh, Yonder Alonso, two homers. Obreu, two homers. Gilmer Sanchez, Tim Anderson, both homered off Carrasco. Brad, the team hitting a buck 85, 243 Woba, 148, 140 ISO. Not much to write home to mom and dad about. In Coors, we talked about this yesterday, but a recap. Arenado, four for 10, a double, two homers. Uh, Desmond, four for 11, two homers. Ionetta, 10 for 31, two doubles and a homer. Blackman as a homer off of Derek Holland. Hitting 327, 417 well, but 236 ISO as a team off of Holland. Lots of stuff there. PR, Longo, Posey have all taken. Freeland deep, Posey 6 for 19, two doubles and a homer. Panic, 7 for 20 with a double. They are doing quite well as well. The farther down you go, we go to the night slate now. DJ LeMahieu talked about him quite a bit. 5 for 12 with a double off Leak. Again, that's cash game type numbers, not GPP. But the Seattle Mariners, boys and girls, 323 average, 464 Woba, 371 ISO versus J.A. Happ. Ryan Healy, 3 for 5, 3 home runs. Domingo Santana, 2 for 4 with a homer. Timmy Beckham, $3,800 tonight, by the way. 7 for 22, 2 doubles, 2 home runs. Uh, Jay Bruce even taking them deep. Intriguing, intriguing, intriguing. Farther down you go. You got the likes of Jung Ho Kang, 4 for 9, the double and a homer off Waka. Not sure I'm playing Kang, but he's there. Mentioned a cheap Adam Frazier. He's 3 for 9 with a double and a homer. Cervelli's cheap, 4 for 13 with a homer. Um, Marte and Josh Bell have both taken him deep. So interesting stuff there with Pittsburgh versus Waka. Again, not these is, it's not the end all be all here. This helps point things out. Yuli Guriel, 6 for 15 with a double and two homers. He's $3,100 tonight. Uh, he's been struggling quite a bit this year, but. Could be interesting. Tyler White, 3 for 5 with a double and a homer. White can be some value at first base from the right side of the plate as well. Max Stassi's taking him deep. George Springer is only 4,200. Or no, 5K. 5K. He's 6 for 17, two doubles. So there, there's some options there when it comes to Houston versus Mike Miner. 
Da, da, da. Forsyth, no. A little farther down, Marquegas and Acuna both taking Luke Weaver deep in short sample size. Oh, now we get more fun. The Dodgers versus Pat Corbin. Austin Barnes has two homers. Justin Turner's hitting 414, 12 for 29, three doubles and two home runs in those matchups. So there's a couple things to look at there, but that'll do it. There's your BVP. Very interesting action today. Five game early, five game late. The pitching late, gonna be the, it's going to be a really dicey slate. It's going to be a fun slate. Because you can, but you just gotta plant your flag and stand your ground and take whatever comes your way. And if you have any questions, again, thequantage.com, promo code Bubba gets you the packages you want. And besides the articles, besides the tools, you get the member Discord chat to come and talk to us. All the guys are in there all the time, so come check all that. Well, not all the guys, a lot of the guys are in there to help you answer your questions. And if you'd like to go to the fantasydgens.com, at fantasydgens on Twitter, we have a fantasydgens Slack chat. All the great stuff there. Mike Tuck has. His baseball models, he keeps developing it, keeps building it. Lots and lots of cool stuff there. Um, so go check that out, and uh, there's more to come with that. So come join us over there at uh, FantasySportsDegens.com, at FantasyDegens on Twitter. Go check that out. Uh, Francisco's got the Europa semifinal picks dropped this morning. Stuff to check out there. Got Bench with Bubba episode 168 with Nate Dawkin. Recapping this past week's Fab, Game of Thrones, and much more. Did it around the base with Bubba and Mo episode 108 with Mo last night. Good to be back. Lots of fun there, talking some prospect call-ups, some injuries, some fantasy baseball stat casts, probable pitchers for the weekend, and the MLB Manager Royal Rumble was absolutely awesome. So go check all that out over at FantasySportsDegens.com and then iTunes and all your listening devices. But until then, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, May 9th edition. I'm out. (laughs) 